Today in the newscast, Israel slams the European Union for appeasing the Iranian regime. Plus, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett was on the Israel-Lebanon border today, and he made a very important statement. Find out what it was next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Is the European Union about to engage in shameful appeasement of the Iranian regime? Those are the exact words that the Israeli government is using now that a top EU representative, Enrique Mora, is headed to the inauguration of Iran's new president this Thursday, August 5th. Of course, that new president is none other than Ibrahim Raisi, who has been known as the Butcher of Tehran, the Hangman of Tehran, for his role while he was a member of Iran's judiciary in the execution of possibly thousands of Iranian dissidents and political prisoners in the late 1980s. Raisi, of course, is a hardliner of all hardliners, very close to Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei, and seen as a possible successor of Khamenei. Now, he was with the Supreme Leader today, and he had the official stamp of approval, public approval, granted to him by the Supreme Leader. Then we move to Thursday, August 5th, which is the official swearing-in ceremony for Ibrahim Raisi, the brand new president of the Iranian regime, troubling to say the least, that the European Union would basically legitimize the regime of Raisi by sending a representative to this ceremony on Thursday. Remember, not only the track record as the butcher of Tehran, but it is to the point where Raisi is actually on a U.S. blacklist. He is sanctioned by the U.S. government for his past activities in crushing the human rights of the Iranian people. Nevertheless, the EU says we have to send a representative because, look, we want to engage with this new administration of Ibrahim Raisi. We want to get them back to the negotiating table for that disastrous Iran nuclear deal that the EU, the Biden White House are hell-bent on putting back together after President Trump rightly pulled the U.S. out of it in May 2018. Israel, needless to say, has had a very fierce response to the revelation here that the EU is actually going to send a representative to the swearing-in, a celebratory event, no doubt, the swearing-in of Ibrahim Raisi. Uh, Israel said this is a shameful decision, a puzzling decision by the EU, and shows, quote, poor judgment. But that's not all. The Israeli foreign ministry issued a statement saying, and I quote, flattery and subservience to violent totalitarian regimes only invites more violence and aggression. I couldn't say it any better myself. That was Israel's foreign ministry referring to the European Union decision to send a senior EU representative to this inauguration of Ibrahim Raisi this Thursday, August 5th. A big day, folks. This could be a game changer. Sadly, in all the worst ways, Raisi ascending. Again, as I said on yesterday's newscast, you can check it out in our archives. Ayatollah Khamenei, the supreme leader, is the ultimate authority in Iran, but he and Raisi are very close. They are very compatible. They are in step in their view of the world, and that is a radical, revolutionary worldview, to say the least. Hey, remember also 
why this EU decision has been called shameful by Israel, remember, it comes on the heels of not even a week ago, the Iranian drone attack against an Israeli-operated ship off the coast of Oman, which killed two crew members, including an EU citizen. Yes, the captain of the ship was a Romanian citizen. Sadly, he was killed. Romania is a EU member nation. So the Iranian regime murders a European Union citizen not even a week ago. And the European Union's response? Turn around and send a senior EU representative to the swearing-in of Ibrahim Raisi this week. Folks, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, By the way, speaking of this drone attack last week and the EU, Naftali Bennett, the brand-new Israeli prime minister, he hasn't even been in office for two months yet, just sworn in in late June. He was on the Israel-Lebanon border today with the Israel Defense Forces, no doubt, discussing the Hezbollah threat in southern Lebanon, Iran's most lethal proxy, Hezbollah rules southern Lebanon with an iron fist. So Prime Minister Bennett paid a visit there today, and he had some very interesting things to say. Number one, he slammed the European Union decision to send a representative to Tehran this week, echoing what Israel's foreign ministry said. But also, very importantly, two things that he said that caught my eye. Number one, he said the days of the Iranian regime sitting in Tehran while they set the region on fire, are over. Uh, Laying down the gauntlet, uh, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett basically saying, hey, for decades, the Iranian regime, and he, he described this quite accurately, has been setting the region on fire through proxy, mainly, think of Hamas, Hezbollah, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the Houthis in Yemen, Iraqi Shia militias, the madness in Syria. Iran is the head of the snake not the Iranian people, the Iranian regime. It is the head of the snake when it comes to terror in the region. So Prime Minister Bennett today promising more to come. And we're talking specifically about that drone strike that I mentioned last week. Two crew members killed, one a British citizen, one a Romanian citizen. But again, an Israeli-operated and managed ship that was deliberately targeted uh, by the Iranian regime, not according to me, but according to U.S., uh, U.K., and Israeli officials. They all agree this was an Iranian attack. Interestingly enough, the EU has not specifically put the blame on Iran. They basically said, we're still investigating, but the intelligence at hand uh, for the U.S., U.K., and Israeli officials has been pretty clear, according to them, according to, look, The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, under the Biden administration, not exactly an Iran hawk, and even he is coming out and saying, hey, this was Iran. Boris Johnson, the British prime minister yesterday, said the same thing. Uh, Israel, from the beginning, had a good inkling that this was Iran behind the attack. Benny Gantz, the Israeli defense minister, says that Israel should respond immediately. One more interesting thing that Naftali Bennett said along those lines today on the Israel-Lebanon border He said that Israel wants to, of course, preferably work with its allies, in particular the U.S. and the U.K., but he said Israel is ready and willing to act alone if needed. Meaning, look, at the U.S. and the U.K. don't want to respond in any fashion to what Iran did, this attack on international shipping last week then Israel will respond at a place and time of its choosing, according to Naftali Bennett. 
and the defense minister, Benny Gantz. Now, Israel has shown time and time again over the years that it will do exactly that, in particular when it comes to taking out the nuclear facilities of enemy nations in the region. Think of 1981, the Osiric nuclear reactor of Saddam Hussein in Iraq was taken out by the Israeli Air Force. Similarly, in 2007, the nuclear reactor of Bashar al-Assad, the Syrian dictator, also taken out by the Israeli Air Force. What I'm saying is this, Israel will act alone to protect uh, its people against existential threats. That includes potentially down the line, Iran's nuclear program as well. Let's be honest, folks. That day may come if Iran continues to push for the bomb. That's a red line for Israel to say the least. Stay tuned there. But Bennett said, hey, we will act alone. At the same time, Uh, The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, said that the U.S. is looking to a coordinated response in the face of what happened last week. Uh, Bank on most likely, that meaning a diplomatic response from the U.S. and the U.K., perhaps new sanctions against the Iranian regime. Uh, The U.K. has to respond. One of their citizens were killed in that attack last week. They have to respond in some manner. But I would think that the U.S. and U.K. may pull back a bit uh, and not respond in any military fashion because, again, they are fully committed to making that Iran nuclear deal work and to reentering one of the most disastrous blunders in U.S. I'm speaking from an American perspective here, but Europeans watching right now, I'm sure, could agree. One of the most disastrous foreign policy blunders in the history of, let's say, the West in general, the United States, Europe, let's just say the West, who are all partners to this Iran deal, the U.S. and U.K., they want to revive it. So I'd be surprised, not shocked, but surprised if the U.S. and U.K. do anything really strong and directly against the Iranian regime. But what we're hearing is they have essentially behind the scenes greenlit Israeli action and an Israeli response for that drone attack last week. So stay tuned, folks. The region continues to be a tinderbox. Things are really heating up, and we want to be your one-stop shop here at the Watchman Newscast for everything that's happening right now in the world's most pivotal, chaotic, and strategic region, the Middle East, and why it matters to you. What happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. We see it on the ground right now, and the Bible is very clear about it. We live in perilous times, but these are also Bible times. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.